What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hey guys, Maria Menunos here. Before your favorite AfterBuzz TV after show begins, I'm so excited to tell you that my new cookbook is out. It's called The Every Girl's Guide to Cooking. It's the quickest, fastest, easiest, most amazing recipes for kitchen newbies and chefs alike. Please check out mariamenunos.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Love this song. It gets me pumped and motivated and ready to work out. I am your host, Fallon Mercedes. Thank you for tuning in to After Buzz TV. This is the season finale recap, kind of the whole season of uh, Fit to Fat to Fit on A&E Season 1. We are going to give you the rundown of the whole season because the show did finish, but we have so much to talk about. You guys can find me online at fitwithfallon.com and on the show. I am one of the trainers on the show. Um, and I am here with my fitness ex- expert, uh, Shaka. How you doing? Great, great. I'm Shaka Smith. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Shaka Strong. All right. I got to take a sip of this water because we have so much to talk about, like I was saying. So if you guys haven't watched, I will kind of run down the premise of the show. It's a little unordinary and very different from the show that Shaka and I usually host together with for Biggest Loser. So on Biggest Loser, all the contestants lose the weight. The trainers just kind of beat them up. On this show, it's a little different because the trainers also have to lose the weight, um, gain it first, and then lose it with their clients. So I um, originally read the book that the show kind of was based off of, and, and it's by trainer Drew Manning. He wrote a book a couple years ago. He had a client who he couldn't really understand, empathize or sympathize with after he quit on him. So he said, you know what? Let me see what it's like to be in an obese person's shoes. So for six months, he didn't work out. He ate the typical American diet and he ballooned up to about 75 pounds. And then... He documented the whole process. He blogged about it and then wrote about it in his book. And he just learned so much about himself and, 
you know, the, the different, I guess, things that come with being obese, the depression, the fatigue, the, you know, health issues. He had, you know, a fatty liver, kidneys of an alcoholic. And this is all just from not working out and eating unhealthy for six months. Yeah, and my hat's off to you for doing that because <laughs> there is absolutely no way I could do it. I, I, I was saying the minute I lost abs, I'd say, no, I can't do it, I can't do it. It's such a, it's a difficult physical thing, but it's such a different, uh, difficult mental thing. How did yeah. you deal with the mentality of it all? You know, my experience was a little unique. And if you watch the show, you will kind of see um, my background. I'm half Latina, Dominican, and I feel like that part of my family, we kind of embrace curves. And I train a lot of clients and I tell them, you know, you have to love yourself during the process. So I couldn't, you know, I had to practice what I preached. How could I not love myself at my biggest? I'm still the same person on the inside. I still have the same soul. Um, And I feel like I had to, it was a hurdle, a mental hurdle. But um, for me, it was more health issues that I had a hard time struggling with. Um, My, I don't know, should we talk about it now or later? Yeah, absolutely. So for me, (laughs) we want to know what happened. (laughs) So for me, um, you know, I was fatigued, a little bit depressed, um, tired all the time. And it was funny because at night, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. To this day, I have to like sleep on a sleeping pad because I get so cold, Um, a heating pad, because I get so cold. And when I was overweight, I would burn up sweating at night because I had so much fat. It was like I was a little bear, like a a little heater. Um, But other than that, it also affected my menstrual cycle. I was getting my menstrual cycle every two weeks. So it was really scary for me because I don't have any children currently and I so want to be a mom hopefully, you know, in the next couple of years. So for me to do this project and think I might be jeopardizing that opportunity, I felt like, whoa, this might not be worth it. So I almost tapped out, but we had doctors on staff who would watch us. We got our blood taken every two weeks. And, you know, the doctor told me, although this is not something I would recommend for you to do long term because it's short term, you know, just as quickly as your body changed, you know, you'll bounce right back once you start working out and eating clean. So you you did it in the best way possible. Yes, I did. And Mm -hmm. for such a short term. um, So yeah, it was quite the experience. And the other trainers on the show, you know, they didn't have the same exact experience as I did, but it was really interesting to see the different things that they did go through. We all kind of had our own issues. Some, you know, they couldn't mentally deal with the physical change. Um, You know, one, he had, you know, I don't even, he had almost heart issues because of it. I don't want to say like what didn't happen, but he, he struggled. Um, Yeah. So we all kind of went through. So it was, very, very yeah. interesting. Oh, well, I'm envious to a certain degree because one thing envious I, of getting well, fat. <laughs> one thing I always hear is like someone who's in fitness and um, fit is you don't understand. Yeah, yeah, it's like mm-hmm. you don't know what it's like to yeah. lose the weight. 
and it's just a, a fortunate accident of having always been in sports and fitness. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't imagine having to gain the weight to try to lose it yeah. back again. And the health issues would probably would probably kill me. I yeah. Would just- what I'll tell you right now is that you would make a great uh, trainer on the show to do this because you're saying you couldn't do it. Yeah. You could. You have that athlete mentality. And I feel like um, that was one thing that really helped me. I grew up as a competitive gymnast. Yeah. So it was so like, I don't know. I, I kind of liked it at first that I had, I think if, I didn't have a certain number and body fat percentage to obtain. I probably would have stopped previously. But because I knew that I had to gain 40% or get up to 40% of my body weight, I knew I had to keep on going. I had broke it down every week how much I needed to gain, how much (laughs) calories I needed to consume every day. And even though my body didn't respond as quickly, um, it was motivating to have, I guess, a number in front of me. And then it was fun to you know, finally get it off and get back down. But And another question I had for you was, with the different trainers and mm-hmm. uh, their clients, how well did you get to know any of these any of these people? You know, what's funny is we unfortunately shot all over the country. Yeah. So I um, only got to know one of the trainers. And it wasn't even until after we were done uh, shooting. The producers were so protective. <laughs> they did not want us talking to each other, seeing what's going on, swapping, like, what's working, what's not working. So we would, like, secretly, like, on Instagram, like, message each other. <laughs> Or but so we really didn't get to know each other during it. But as soon as filming stopped, we were allowed to contact each other. So now we're kind of like a family. Like nice. you know, we talk almost every day. We're actually going to meet up in Utah um, in July for a Spartan race together because oh, yeah. we haven't all physically met. Um, me and Alex, because he's the other LA trainer on the show, yeah. we've met. We've become friends. You remember him? Yeah. I brought him on um, Biggest Loser after show. And then Drew, he was awesome. They flew him out. He didn't make my episode, but they flew him out for um, the finale, the, the final weigh-in for my episode, which was cool. Um, so I got to meet him actually more than once. Um, so I will meet the rest of the crew in July as well, we race together. Well, I got to ask, mm-hmm. you, you put in so much work to gain all that weight and then to lose it again, mm-hmm. and you had a client that quit on you. Yeah. When you watched these other episodes, did you have any favorite clients that you wish you would have had? Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) I think every client, I'm like, I want her, I want him. It it was funny because... um, Who's your favorite? so many. I think everybody fell in love with Ray. Um, The first episode was JJ and Ray. Like, I honestly, watching the first episode, and I don't know if the other trainers on the show had this experience, but... I really got emotional because it was like I was reliving that experience again. Like I remember meeting my client for the first time and being so excited and hearing his story of why he needed to lose the weight. And then, you know, seeing JJ struggle with gaining the weight and how it affected his relationship in different areas of his life. I'm like, oh, I can relate. And then seeing his client you know, calling him his hero, his, his, you know, somebody who looks up to and then seeing that bond created. And then at the end, um, he had, well, every episode except mine has a graduation day where they weigh in in front of the family and everybody celebrates. And I got really emotional because I'm the only episode that didn't have that, Yeah, you know, and it just was so hard, you know, it, 
I wanted it so bad for my client, and I cried in my episode. <laughs> I'm not going to cry now, but it just, you know, it. I really, I wanted it, you know, four months of gaining my weight, yeah. I was constantly thinking of him, like, You're if I can't, for him, yeah. exactly, if I can't pack this on for him, he's not going to lose it for me, and I just put so much heart and energy and, you know, even my health at risk, and Unfortunately, it didn't turn out the way I wanted it to. But he, but. he lost some some good weight. Yeah. So yeah. Too. So one thing that they didn't show on my episode, um, I got him to lose twenty pounds a month prior to us starting to train, and they said that he lost twenty pounds. Yeah. But really, what I did because my client he stepped on the scale, and I was told he was three seventy five. When I put him on the scale, he was four fifty five. Wow! How did that happen? He had not weighed himself for over 10 years. Oh, God. So he didn't even know how much he weighed. So I was able to give him a nutrition plan alone so he could lose some of the weight before he saw me. Because, you know, my goal of 100 pounds in four months turned into, now we're trying to get him down 175 pounds, which is unrealistic. So, um, so in total, 55 pounds before he quit on me, which was great. I got him down just to the 400 mark. I, I believe he was at 402, and he had not been under 400 in 10 years. So, and then he um, unfortunately quit on me. So, have you had any follow up? No. Um, you know, I went back and forth about reaching out to him, and I wanted to, but I feel like. I went above and beyond constantly, and I think that's the reason why he lasted so long with me was because I was constantly going above and beyond, kind of um, coddling him. Yeah. And you know, he wouldn't drive to me for a workout, so I was constantly driving only to him. Sometimes he didn't want to meet, so I was doing Skype workouts. You know, he was skipping workouts, so I was like trying to give him workouts, but then he was gaining weight and not following the nutrition plan. And I just, I got to the point where I was just like. Either you're going to meet me all the way or not. And I told him, I said, maybe you need to think about this. What they didn't show in my episode, um, he was supposed to meet me at the park um, that following Monday because I told him, think about it. And I was waiting at 6 a.m. and he didn't call me. He didn't text me. He didn't say, hey, I decided I'm not going to go. Thanks for all your help anyway. It was no show. So I just felt like the ball was definitely in his court. I told him think about it. Let me know if you want to meet me here. And he didn't. So I feel like you can only, you know, what's that saying? You could bring a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Yeah. And that's what I felt like. You have to be psychologically ready. Yeah. It's such a difficult thing to to be ready to lose the weight. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just physically ready. So um, enough about my episode. (laughs) We could kind of dive into it a little bit more later, but let's talk about everybody else's episode. So um, again, back to the first episode, JJ and Ray, I feel like this was the perfect episode to put to open up the show. He had so much heart, JJ, and every all the trainers, we all kind of um, throw him under the bus because he cried mm-hmm. so much. What do you feel about, um, you know, a trainer actually, especially a guy trainer, yeah. opening up, being vulnerable, crying on national television? Well, it's sort of like uh, the little debate we had about Jen and Dalvet from The Biggest Loser. Mm-hmm. What was a better approach? Jen kind of went in with a friendlier approach. Dalvet kind of went in as, like, the military um, kind of style approach. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, I think... 
if opening up allows your client to invest in you, mm-hmm. um, I think that's what it's all about. So it's about mm-hmm. your client, meaning your investment in them is mm-hmm. you know a uh, great line um, from The Biggest Loser. And I think that was a, a method to get his client to invest in mm-hmm. him as well. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. And it's we also had these diary cams. So even before he got to train his client, he was emotional. But it just kind of showed you how real it was. I hated those diary cams <laughs> while filming. Oh, my goodness. But, you know, it really got us to open up and talk about the real issues, things that we were struggling with, things that were really going on. And it felt weird after we were done yeah. taping because I'm like, wait, I don't have to tape every moment. I don't yeah. have to talk about, you know, what it's like after words and it was just it was very um very intense so for ray i think why i fell in love with him and everybody else was he you know worked for um the he worked he wasn't an officer i think he was a dispatcher but he had such a a big heart and um he wanted to have children, but I, I believe um, him and his wife, you know, they felt like they weren't ready to adopt. They want to adopt. But one of the reasons why they, he said he believed he wasn't ready to adopt was because who would want fat, fat parents, yeah, basically? And it's important to be able to keep up with your children and to, you know. And, you know, it made me feel so bad when I heard that because I'm like, does that really have an effect? Like, I know plenty of overweight parents who are still good parents, or are they really good parents? What well, do you think? Well, I think you can absolutely be a, a good parent, a great parent, in fact. But do you miss out on those moments when your kid wants to play and you can't? Do you miss mm-hmm. out on those moments when there's a sports event that, you know, maybe a father-son thing and you want to be involved and you can't be? Mm-hmm. So while you can be a great parent, no matter what weight you are, I think... As a parent, you want to do everything and at least be available for mm-hmm. everything. And you don't want something like your weight holding you back. No, you're right. Yeah, I, and you, I and totally you, understand. And you model for your kids, too. Yeah. So your kids do what you do and they see what you do. And if you're not in a healthy state of mind and if you're eating poorly, then they're mm-hmm. going to eat poorly. Yeah, no, I get it. I One thing I tell my clients that I train now, I, I tell them all the time, you know, especially if they have kids or they're married, you know, what you're doing, people are watching you. Like one of my girls... All everybody at work is now working out with her at the gym. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> she inspired so many people and it's like your kids, your coworkers, your partner, everybody is watching. So if you can, you know, teach them, inspire yeah. them, you can also change their life while you're changing yours. So right. yeah, I can and I think the biggest part about being a parent is being around for as long as possible yeah. and the thought that your weight might prevent you from being there for your kids in the future. Yeah. You know, so I think that's one of the things you want to get under control. Yeah. No, I definitely agree. All right. So we only have an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have to get through these episodes. So we're going to r- go into the second episode. That was Steve and Tasha. Tasha's another favorite of mine. Tasha, you know, people were just on um, social media. She's a beauty. Oh, Mm -hmm. my goodness. It's crazy. I mean, she was beautiful before. But when that weight came off, everybody was like, she is beautiful. (laughs) She's a bombshell. So it was really nice to see, like, just somebody's, like, just... Inner beauty reflected. Reflect. And then even her confidence. Yeah. And, you know, we went from Ray, who was a guy. So it was nice to see, yeah. you know, a girl and the different things that she went through as a, a client on the show. Um, Steve himself, he and his wife own um, a gym. I think it's in Florida. And, you know, he's super, you know, just the 
typical gym, you know, guy. And he had this one vein that everybody (laughs) talked about. It was, I don't even, they they weren't even naming the vein in his arm. But when he got fat, you couldn't even see the vein in his arm anymore. It was crazy. And then the vein came back. And that's the scary thing. You see see just how quickly and how dramatically the body can change. Yeah, yeah. It was insane. And then um, what I loved about Steve that he had hit his weight loss goal even before um, Tasha did, his client. Yeah. But what he did to keep her motivated, he continued to lose more weight. Yeah. And it was to the point where I was like, all right, Steve, get a little too skinny now. <laughs> but that's how dedicated he was to his client. He did not because... And this is mostly men do lose weight quicker than women in most cases. So the fact that he was so committed to her to keep going, I was just like, you know, a round of applause for Steve. That is dedication. Yeah, he knew the importance of that modeling even for his client. Yeah, yeah. So that episode was another. (laughs) I mean, again, I know I did the show and I'm not being biased, but I really love this show. I think. Every episode, you kind of go through this emotional roller coaster with each trainer and each client. Because well, usually it's just one person of that duo going mm-hmm. through a real emotional journey. You mm-hmm. know? You, the trainer is not also having to pack on the weight and to yep. lose it and psychologically get in their own head and realize, oh my God, my client is going through a lot of this too. So yeah. I, I think that you got that extra dose and fit to fat yeah. to fit. I love yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. So they went from Florida up to Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. So in Brooklyn, it was Adonis and Alyssa. And one thing that I loved about Adonis was his New York accent. <laughs> My accent is so bad. Yeah, I'm from Boston. <laughs> Sorry if I messed that up, Adonis. But his accent was just, he was just so charming and loving. Him and Alyssa were such a good team. My mom would watch the show and she would call me and she'd be like, they should date. <laughs> he should date her. They make such a cute couple. But he yeah. had such such a good bond with her, yeah. you know, and we got a, a little uh, a, into a little bit of controversy when Adonis brought Alyssa to the graveyard to work out. He worked out in the graveyard and some people, you know, they felt like it wasn't respectful. But for me, when I watched it, I took it as this is being realistic. Yeah. If you continue on this path, you will not have the long life that you should have, that you want to have. Yes. You're not going to live as long as, you know, you should be with such a, you know, high body fat percentage and everything that else comes with it. Yeah, it's jarring, but it's it's so important. It's so necessary because we definitely have this mentality, especially in this country, of mm-hmm. fix it after there's a problem. Yes. And we really need to get to that place where... We are doing things preventatively. Yeah. And so you need that message. You need to be yeah. jarring sometimes because it's her life. You yeah. Know? Yeah, I agree. And I think we also, we don't, we take other illnesses or diseases more seriously. Right. You know, even for anorexic or bulimic, yeah. you know, if you have or know somebody with that issue, you would say, you know, you need to get help. You need to see a psychologist. But when it's somebody who's severely obese, it's, well, you need to stop eating. You're lazy. And I feel like we don't have the same amount of sensitivity towards obese people that I feel like we need to have. And even me, when I started the show, you know, I was a little, you know, I was empathetic, but not as much after I went through that experience. And I know that was the point. Yeah, there's this idea that it's a choice that you're constantly making. And, And while it is a choice to a certain degree, there is a 
a source of behavior that you've mm-hmm. you've been patterned to, yeah. to you know yep. to do. So it's almost like an addict in some ways. Yes, and so exactly. If we treat it like addiction. Then I think we'll be able to go further in this country in terms of like getting people the help they need and being yes. respectful to one another. I agree. If there was one thing, you know, if I was a, a gym owner, what I would do, I would not only have you know a nutritionist, trainers, I would also add a psychologist component to that yeah. facility because I feel like we don't have that. It's either you go to the gym or you go to the surgeon. Yeah. You know, you go get that lipo, tummy tucks you know, stomach stapled, there's no in between. And I feel like we need a psychologist in there. Yeah. And even at the other end of the spectrum, there are people that are extremely fit, but they're far addicted to what they're oh, doing. Oh, yes. They're spending yes. seven hours in the we gym. See that. Their relationships are falling yeah. apart as a result. Yes. No, so it, it's on both sides of the yeah. coin too. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even yeah. think of that. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay. So let's, well, one more thing about Adonis. Um, <laughs> so you. he was one of the trainers who, I think he might have been the only trainer who this had happened to. He had packed on the weight so much. He had gained so much weight that it started affecting his health, his heart, his cholesterol, that the doctor actually prescribed him to stop. I believe he gained over 60 pounds um, in that short amount of time. And the doctor said, you're going to have severe health issues. You need to stop. So, you know, he only stopped a week early so you know i'm yeah. gonna give it to you adonis <laughs> yeah. you still did it um you know you went above and beyond but that just shows you again how committed you know these trainers yeah. are to their clients and one thing that we learned about adonis prior to all this um he was severely overweight he was over i think i don't know if he was up to 400 pounds but he he was pretty big before and the thing that saved him was walking he just started walking, and that walking one block turned into two blocks to three blocks, yeah. and that changed his life. And then eventually, um, he was in even an EMT at one point, and then he got so inspired to help people that he decided, hey, I'm going to become a trainer. So right now, um, Adonis has his own campaign going on. He's going to walk across America oh, that's to awesome. inspire yeah. people to get up and walk. And it's just one step at a time. And, and that's what it is. And yeah, it's so great that he was able to kind of bring that message that yeah. it's just one step at a time. Like, I just got goosebumps yeah. because he is just so dedicated. If people would get up and walk, and I will meet him somewhere, but probably won't <laughs> yeah. be as far as New York, <laughs> we'll but I'm going to walk with him. Exactly. <laughs> I'll go from Hollywood Boulevard <laughs> yeah. to Woodland Hills. I think that's a good walk. Um, but I have shin splints, so it's my shin splints. That's why. Um, but yeah, kudos to Adonis. He did such an amazing job. Um, I mean, every episode just has something that just gets you emotionally attached for different reasons. So. Yeah, I like the docu-series style. And I, oh, I, I love it. I think that makes you really invest yeah. in uh, everybody. I, I really wish that we lived in a house, but I think, um, shout out to Dan Portland, um, Drew Manning, and all the other producers on the show, um, because the way they set it up, they really, you got invested into that trainer and the client. I feel like if yeah. we were in a house, it would have been kind of bits and pieces and all over, and you don't get the full story and that you, you And you might get 
you know, the other drama that's extraneous to exactly. the goal at yeah, hand. Yeah. Exactly. It Not might be interesting to watch, though. Yeah, yeah. But... No, there was still drama, but it <laughs> yeah. wasn't other trainer drama affecting yeah. the other trainers. Exactly. Whole, yeah. 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 So um, up next, we move to Alex and Geoff. Um, oh. Alex, who we had on the after show for Biggest Loser, he is the other LA trainer yeah. and he's also a dietitian. So that was, you know, another component yeah. to the show. Like, so when we were getting their blood labs, Alex was actually reading his clients' blood labs and able to, he really worked the nutrition component. And I feel it's like so that's important. why we saw such a dramatic change in yeah. his client at the end. I think he lost over or at least 100 pounds. Yeah. And to this day, he has kept it off because nutrition it's really like 90 10 80 20 somewhere along those lines your diet is the most important factor when it comes to losing weight no it is yeah, working out staying in shape that's like icing on the top of the cake yeah you know? no i get it but yeah get you it. really gotta get that diet so having that knowledge and that base mm-hmm. and be, being able to use it to mm-hmm. get his client to lose weight brilliant yeah and alex um one thing that was interesting about him is he was you know open about his relationship and they even showed him like cr- yelling and arguing arguing and fighting in the car with his girlfriend and at one point they broke up and then they got back together but that's what the weight will do to you he said for him it was like he was a different person you know he wasn't himself he was like the rest of us getting depressed and changes chemicals in your brain oh it it definitely does so it was interesting to see that in this episode um, we didn't see that too much in other episodes, but it was real. It was authentic. I just love the transparency in, in this episode yeah. in particular. Yeah, I mean, we, we know that working out has been associated with positive mood. We know mm-hmm. that endorphins get released. And if you're doing mm-hmm. this daily, you're going to be in general happier. Yeah. So if that is something you prescribe not to do. Exactly. All of a sudden, it not only is your health affected, but your mental is really mm-hmm. affected. Yeah, it definitely is. All right, sorry, I got to get through this. Um, <laughs> next up, we have in the ATL, uh, Mr. Corey, and I don't know how to pronounce his client's name. Rayella? Rayella? Um, But Corey, all the ladies love Corey. Um, he's such a cutie. He has his own gym, and in the gym, he has like his own mural of himself <laughs> on the wall. And um, he was just gangster with it. Like, you see him in opening up the episode, like, with the ropes yeah. and, like, just going hard, and I'm like, oh, geez. Like, if there was any <laughs> trainer out of all the trainers that look like would kick your butt, I mean, they all did, yeah. but Corey looked intense, and even um, Rayella, she was just saying, like, he would clap real loud all the time <laughs> and yell, but he he should run for mayor, Corey, when you, <laughs> you, you know, in a couple years, you should run for mayor. Uh, he was just so motivating. Yeah. He's so, he's great with his words, inspiring people, but um, it was very interesting to see him go from his six-pack, and, you know, he knows he looks good, too, <laughs> so it was interesting to see him go from his six-pack to his keg-pack. Yeah. And, you know, I I imagine it, it affected his business as well because it affected all of our business when we gained weight. Um, but he was committed to her, and I, I loved it. And she, again, like everybody else, she did an amazing job. I love the scene. He was literally in the car 
and making her pull the car. He put it in neutral and was just, and I'm like, dang it. And a lot of she times, was putting in that work. I'm like, Corey was making uh, her work. And it showed her what she could do. You yeah, know? When, yeah. when you see these things, all of a sudden for yourself, it makes you more motivated to continue yeah, going. You're doing yeah. something you've never thought you'd ever even find yourself in a situation doing. Yeah, you know? yeah. So it was awesome to see them working out together, him inspiring her. And then, of course, he got his six pack back. So yeah. he's, he's back to, to fit Corey. Um, next up, we have Mac and Matteo. So Matteo um, was a chef. He owns his own restaurant in New York. And Mac, she um, trains in New York. And again, I love the accent in New York. That's like my favorite part. And so for Mac, her gaining the weight, which was, I think, different from the rest of our us girls, trainers on the show, even though there was a few of us, she really, it affected her psychologically and physically. Um, I know I was experiencing a lot of nauseous, um, nausea. I was experiencing a lot of headaches. And every two weeks? Oh, like yeah, and my menstrual cycle every two weeks. That's crazy yeah. to me. Wow. Um, so when she was explaining all the issues she was having, she was sick all the time. And then I think psychologically the weight was, you know, um, getting to her she actually i think she gained like 30 plus pounds she 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 gained some weight but a week before her final weigh in she stopped gaining the weight she said that she she couldn't do it she couldn't gain the next 10 pounds but what i liked about mac is that she was very open and honest you know she even felt bad you know and and would tell her client you know i'm sorry i didn't gain all the weight and I love that her client was like, no, I get it. You did this much. That's good enough. Yeah. Like, those last couple of pounds, it's okay. Like, you for... And you're the, doing it for me. Exactly. So, yeah. so, it was nice to see her be real, vulnerable, and then to see the client pick her up. Yeah. And then she was able to get in there and and get him to where he needed to be. So, that was, I think, you know, another fan favorite that everybody loved was I think we even fell in love with Mateo her her client yeah. he was just he did not want to give up his bacon for anything <laughs> which was very interesting um I get it he's a chef you know yeah. but it was it was just so nice to see those and relationships I, develop. I love that realness and that rawness so did the producers like engage you guys in that did they say just pour your heart out be more emotional or well i think where the producers really hit gold was with those diary cams yeah we literally had to submit our our little cards every week and they needed to be full so they didn't tell us the content that we had to put on there yeah they wanted us to explain how we felt what we were eating but naturally you just exactly so you picked up that camera and it whatever you were going through whatever was on your heart your mind that's what you you, you know, and they would encourage you bring it with you. So yeah. I would bring it to the beach with me when I was with my friends, and I'd be there eating potato chips while they played volleyball or like. Yeah. So it was really attached. It was always in my purse, always in my car. Just had to be natural, live your life, but bring that camera around with you. So, awesome. yeah. All right. Next up, we have who's uh, next? Carrie. Carrie and Kenley. Kenley. Kenley loved her. Carrie <laughs> again loved her too. Um, so I think they, I think they were in Utah. So um, Kenley, what I liked about her was she was such a dedicated mom, wife. But this is what I see in so much of us women is that we often give so much of ourselves 
to our clients, our family, our, you know, children, spouse, work, that we don't have anything left for ourselves. So I think that was the case in Kenley. She was such a great mom that she had very little to love herself with. So with Carrie, um, she was able to really pull that out of her. And it was funny because it, Some people were kind of saying that Carrie was a little bit selfish in the sense when she was losing the weight, because Carrie packed on the pounds, and it affected her just like all, you know, all of us. But when she was losing the weight, she was losing at a faster rate than her client. And, I mean, she was killing it. Her first workout, she was doing everything that she was able to do, you know, Four months prior. I was surprised because I couldn't do half the stuff. <laughs> so she was killing it, but it, it almost seemed like, and, and it made us feel like the viewers, you know, that Kenley was kind of left behind. Yeah. And Kenley voiced that. And, you know, it, it, I liked how they worked it in where, you know, it seemed a little selfish, but then at the end, Carrie was teaching her, hey, sometimes you have to be selfish. You know, for if you want this for yourself, you can't wait around for other people. You got to yeah. get up and get it. And that was a lesson she needed. Yeah. yeah. And that was the lesson she, she needed. So I liked how you got to see both ends of that, you yeah. know? And I think it was a lesson for all of us. You know, that's something that we all sometimes forget to do when you love hard and you give hard. You got to remember you. You have to love yourself and give to yourself first, and then you'll have enough to give to other people without being empty. So when you were in your episode, mm-hmm. was, was there a point you felt you could have lost weight faster, but you wanted to kind of lose it slow to kind of keep pace with your clients? Oh, or? no. <laughs> My weight was so slow. I I was... Every week, I'm just like, man, and it's crazy because as a trainer, you know, you know all the the tools, the tricks, the tips, and it just frustrated me that I have all the knowledge, I have all the tools, yet I couldn't speed up the process faster than, you know, the normal person. On average, I lost two to three pounds per week. You know, the first week you lose the most. I think I lost like seven pounds and then I went down to like a pound and a half and Uh then two pounds and three pounds and one pound. And, and yeah, so for me, I, I was giving it my all. I wasn't waiting for nobody. (laughs) I mean, I was trying to help my client, but yeah, definitely wasn't waiting around for him. All right, next up we have, I guess, me. Um, So I kind of, you know, in the beginning talked about my episode. I guess I I will say, um, I guess more from JD's perspective, um, you know, he he did work hard. He gave it his all in the beginning. um, But, again, psychologically, he just wasn't, you know, ready. And... I mean, 55 pounds, he did it. But what was unfortunate was after we um, were done filming, two months later, they caught up with him because he had to finish out filming. It was part of his contract. Even though he stopped training, he still had to at least film. So it was just sad because even I watching the episode, I'm like, oh, my goodness. Did he gain weight? Did he lose weight? And I was truly hoping that he lost weight, you know, because I... Even if I didn't help him, I wanted him to at least maybe that would be the seed. Kickstart, yeah. Exactly. And when he got on the scale and he gained 10 pounds, it... Oh, it just broke my heart even more. What do you you think is the mentality or psychology behind the fact that you're losing this weight, it's working, and then you quit? 
Yeah. You know, I think sometimes mentally we can't see ourselves where we want to be. So I feel like sometimes we self-sabotage our own self. And I feel like for him, when I would, when I was training him, I would say, you know, a hundred pounds. Can you see yourself a hundred pounds lighter kid? And it was almost as if he didn't believe himself, but I could understand because even when they told me I was going to gain 40 plus pounds, I could not see my butt 40 plus pounds. <laughs> yeah. Like literally I thought I was going to gain maybe 25 pounds yeah. and that was it. And a, then when I you hit a wall, yeah, yeah, I, I honestly thought that I would only gain 25 pounds and I would try to believe, okay, I'm going to try to go to 40. And yeah. then I actually did. And then I was like, wow, I, I almost like, you know, changed my own thoughts and views of this. Um, so I think for JD, I think mentally he couldn't see himself there and then maybe got scared because what happens when you get there? You've never been there before. Then you have to maintain it. Yeah. And you you lose excuses. Yeah. You don't have any more excuses. So who knows? I haven't talked to him, unfortunately, in so long. Um, I... I don't know what his thought process was, but it just, I hope, you know, maybe if he watched the show that maybe this will be a wake up call for him. Yeah. And reignite him and get him to originally get to those goals that he originally wanted. So, all right. Up next, Seth and Dave. Dave. Um, Seth is the only guy, uh, trainer on the show, who is a yogi. And I loved it because all the guys are like tough, you know, muscular and, you know, macho. And not that Seth is not, you know, muscular. He he would, it was cute in the episode. He was like, these are yoga muscles. (laughs) I got these muscles from yoga. But it was cool because um, when he was training his client, Dave, not only did he do cardio, strength training, plyo, but we also seen him do the yoga. And I think that really helped the client uh, psychologically, oh, yeah. because you're meditating, you're breathing, you're, and maybe that's something that I should have tried to do more with yeah. JD. But again, I had such a huge, my client on the show was the biggest out of all the clients. Go figure. Yeah. I'm the smallest five feet, you know, trainer on the show. Um, but so for Seth, it was so cool that he, uh, he was doing yoga with his client. Yeah, and he, it's he, so mentally refreshing. Yeah. Yoga. I love it. Yeah. And he had this big beard that yeah. everybody talked about i thought at the end of his episode he was going to shave it but he didn't i guess that's like his trademark but he he did pack on the pounds and experienced kind of everything that we kind of went through um and our last episode tramel and johnny and jason and i kind of joked with tramel and i said you know because my client quit you had to pick up the slack and they gave (laughs) you two clients but it was cool because i none of us i think they kind of kept it under wraps we never we didn't know that he was going to have two um a little bit about tramel i i don't know if he's from uh georgia I think he was. He had a little bit of an accent. Um, but he newly married him and his wife, best friends. They seem so cute together. Um, and then he has these two clients who are in a relationship, Johnny and Jason, and they 
feel like, you know, they wanted to lose weight together because they both really needed it. And um, it was interesting to see how they motivated each other and actually demotivated each other at the same time. So, you know, they really had to learn how to push each other and not drag each other down. And what I loved about Tramel, and I did this in my episode, I ate so many donuts. And it was funny because (laughs) Tramel ate a lot of donuts, too. If clients were late when he was training them, he would make them bring him a box of donuts. <laughs> and I would kind of do the same thing, except a lot of my clients, like I, I have a sh- uh, like a dessert chef yeah. and, well, a baker, yeah. uh, and he would bring me um, cheesecake, New oh, York style man, cheesecake. That'll do it. Yeah. That, that will do it. So it was cool to see Tramel, um, you know, pack on the pounds with the cake. And One thing they, they did show with Tramel, and I was really surprised, is Tramel would diary cam his cheating. He would break yeah. down and cheat. And I'm like, wow, he got some guts. <laughs> he got, got real. He got or, real. But he, he did. Real, yeah. he, he would put those Pop-Tarts in the oven and <laughs> eat them. <laughs> but it was interesting because, and I don't know if editing did this, um, you know, the editors, when Tramel was showing himself, you know, cheat, it seemed like that's when the clients, you know, gained a couple ounces or didn't lose any weight. And I wonder if that affected them. I, it definitely certainly could, so I don't know if it would. But I wonder yeah. if they they all kind of ran out of steam together, yeah. you know, because they were going hard and losing a ton of weight. I wonder if, you know, that they were all kind of slowing down. And and, and that's, that's the beauty of this show is that the trainer is going through the same thing as the clients. And But I, I do like that they're on as a couple because we see the importance of your relationships, whether it's friendships or, or person, more personal relationships, mm-hmm. on your weight and that mm-hmm. people do the same things together. Yeah. So if you're both not on the same page, you, you might go back home fit and then all of a sudden you have that partner that's going to drag you back down. Mm-hmm. So it's so important to see them both on the show together. Yeah, yeah. so um, – but overall, uh, Tramel actually didn't lose all the weight. I think he might have been like – 10 pounds off or something but what he took away from the situation is he was so by the books he was a stickler and then through this he realized you know you don't you can let up and still be healthy you can you know you don't have to be you know a certain body fat percentage and eat you know clean seven days a week you need to enjoy life too and i think for tramel he wasn't enjoying all of life because like you were saying sometimes you can be on the other end of fitness where you're like kind of almost neurotic about it so it was nice to see him although he didn't gain lose all the weight he gained light up and be okay i mean he still looked great so yeah it was like in college when i kind of realized wait this freshman 15 (laughs) and i said wait there's this thing to nutrition yeah i went on the relative diet and i said you know what just do a little bit something better that you did than you did the day before and that that. mentally really just helped yeah i like that a lot Wow, so we got through the whole wow. season. Did we get and ten? Wow. I know, right? What a season it was. And, you know, I talked to Drew today, um, and he was telling me that they are, you know, in works of season two. Oh. So awesome. there will be a season two. I will not be on season oh, two. Yeah. I will not be gaining the weight. I will mentor <laughs> anybody or if they want me to train somebody but not gain the weight, because I already did my client quit on me. I will definitely do that. But um I'm looking so forward to see the next round of newbies who have no idea yeah. what they're getting themselves into. <laughs> and we'll definitely be doing another special or maybe we'll do an episode by oh, episode yeah. for us. So, yeah. yeah, that would be awesome. Um, and then, you know, we might be doing a little tour this summer. We're kind of in, in, 
in the works of it. Um, so, you know, just continue to follow us online. You can follow me at fitwithfallon.com, at fitwithfallon on Instagram, um, and just keep posted. And if you want the program that I did for the show um, to lose the weight, the nutrition pro- program, the workout program, um, you can email me at fallonmercedes at yahoo.com or just go to my website, hit the contact button. And um, no matter where you are in the U.S. or anywhere in the world, I can offer that to you and be your trainer. And again, I'm Shaka Smith. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Shaka Strong. Please download us on iTunes. Give us five stars. Um, leave your comments on YouTube and on Twitter. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, and thank you so much, you guys. You guys have been so supportive. You know, just people emailing me, commenting, saying how much of an inspiration I was. And like, although I didn't get my client JD to lose all the weight, um, it's nice to know that maybe this has inspired other people. So Absolutely. I am so grateful that I could do that. Great and work. thank you. you. And um, maybe we'll see you guys next season for the after show for Fit to Fat to Fit. Take care. Have a good night. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 